Welcome to the Not So Perfect Christian Life Podcast with Joy and Hannah. to be back together again. Uh, This week we are discussing evangelism. So we are talking about talking about (laughs) Jesus (laughs) with other people. So you might have been the recipient of someone doing that. You might have your own stories of how you've tried to do that with varying success. (laughs) We're just kind of going to meander through this conversation talking about what it is, how to do it, how not to do it, experiences, all those sorts of different things. Just give a bit of insight into um, our own experiences. So, Joy, I'll hand over to you and let you choose. You want to talk about what it is or experiences or um, you choose where you start? Um, well, we can start with what it is, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, evangelism. Ah, the thing that sort of I feel like when you say that word to Christians – their eyes glaze over or they have that hint of panic in their eyes. Like you're suddenly going to shove them out on the street and give them a flyer to give out to people. <laughs> like that real... Yeah, that or they, they get super yeah, excited. Yeah. That or it's, it's either that or that, yeah. isn't it? It's extreme. I know, it's, it's one of those things. So it'll be interesting as people listen to this to think, which one are you? Um, but yeah, so I guess we're talking about with evangelism is the act of sharing our faith with people that aren't believers. And so I guess that's wide reaching, isn't it? Because you can do that through knocking on people's doors. My personal not favourite at all, I do not enjoy doing that. Um, Handing out flyers on streets, um, offering to pray for people, like what we call prophetic evangelism. And we'll probably go on to talk about what that means also in future weeks of like praying for people and seeing if God has anything particular to say to them. And so all of those things I think I've done (laughs) in the past with varying degrees (laughs) of success. And I say that in inverted commas because I don't even know what that means essentially um, in this context. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, do you, so which one are you, Hannah, out of those people that we described? Like when we talk about evangelism, which one are you, do you think? Are you a mixture of a few or are you? Well, yeah, I think it depends on the day a little bit. And I think it depends on my tiredness (laughs) levels actually (laughs) little bit have I got to sleep the night before that will affect it um but I think generally I think generally I do get quite excited about it because for various reasons so I think I do just generally like to talk to people in life about all sorts of things I was just saying to you like you know in the supermarket or on public transport I will be (laughs) that person that (laughs) <laughs> My children roll their eyes about it. We'll strike up a conversation with someone. I just find yeah. people really interesting. And I just quite like to talk to different people and hear about their different life experiences. And they like to comment on things with, I like to hear other people comment on things. So, and, you know, if I find a bargain, I will be telling everyone about it. I will tell people about shopping at Aldi I will tell people about a coupon I found so in many ways you know sort of it's just only natural to be excited about sharing the biggest joy in my life which is knowing Jesus and living with Jesus that is just it's like an overflow isn't it of why would I not share him like he's been so good to me and he's so wonderful to me on a regular daily but I don't you know I believe that 
each day of my life is because it's a gift from him. He sustains every moment of my life. Why would I not want to share that? Like there's not, it's not sharing something that is awful. Like it's, it's sharing something, it's sharing him and he is wonderful. I mean, he's not, he's not comfortable. (laughs) He's not comfortable. He says a lot of things that are great. And he says a lot of things that are deeply challenging, but he's just so wonderful isn't he Jesus so yeah and like you say you know list different things there I've done all sorts of different things in telling people some of it is just naturally who who you're going to meet today what natural conversations arise and there are moments aren't there where you just kind of feel like this is a real God moment of I've met this person or I've seen this person and it's just yeah. conversation has naturally flowed into sharing something and that's wonderful. But I am also quite a fan of being intentional <laughs> about it as well. I just think there's so many people in this world, like there needs to be a bit of strategy yeah. about yeah. it too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I don't know what, back to you, what do, what have you kind of, well, I guess like, so what would you say about like, well, why, why would you share like why bother why even kind of consider evangelism and telling people about why does that deserve thought and time and energy yeah well I was going to cover that anyway because I felt it was interesting that you said it was a natural thing to do coming out of our sort of recognition of what Jesus has done for us because I think that is what it is meant to be you know we're not we're not Mm. meant to be out on the streets trying to share our faith out of duty. We're not meant to be doing it because it's something that the church has told us we've got to do. Um, or we've got mm. a particular course coming up and we've got to get people onto it. You know, it shouldn't ever be that. And um, because I think that is what ends up leaving people who aren't believers in Jesus feeling like they're just being targeted. So mm. it should all, so I guess coming back to your question of like, why is it worth doing? Well, it's worth doing because the news that we're talking about, which I think will is on one of our other podcasts, the amazing news of Jesus is just too good to keep to ourselves. You know, it's not enough yeah. for us just to, as, as believers in Jesus, to just go, oh yeah, it's really great, isn't it, what he's done for us? Yeah, we're just gonna, we're just gonna hold that though. Um, when there's like so many other people out there in society who just don't know and who desperately need to know and, yeah. and that we've been commanded by Jesus to do it. You know, he's, you know, he yeah, makes no bones yeah. about it. He says in the Bible, go and make disciples of all nations. Like he commands us to do it. Now, if Jesus, you know, says anything, it's definitely worth listening to. But when he gives us a direct command, you think, yeah, yeah. we need to do this. Um, but I think yeah. that, that that's why it's important. Um, and all because I, I don't, don't know about you, but when I share my faith with other people, it, it sort of reconnects it with me again. Like it feels like it goes deeper in yeah. me. And I find myself yeah. being struck again by what Jesus has done. So yeah, I'm sort of sharing this amazing news with people that could change their lives um, and help them come to knowledge and um, love of their saviour. But also it's doing amazing stuff for me in the sense of it's rooting it deeper in me. And I come away often being like, yeah, "Yeah, Jesus, you're amazing. Like, I can't believe what you've done for me (laughs) again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely. One of the verses that has, I mean, it's in a really tiny book as well, but like one of the verses that have always so 
spoken to me is in Philemon of um, I pray that it would be active in sharing your faith so that it would have a full understanding um, of what we have in yeah. Christ. And just that, like you've just expressed there, actually, there's something about, you know, when you've really experienced something wonderful or you've like yeah. really enjoyed something, it's like the full expression of that yeah. is to share it, isn't it? So, And if you don't, if you just sort of keep it for yourself, it's yeah. a bit lacking yeah. as an experience because you haven't, in that verse, I pray you'll have a full understanding of it. So it sort of implies... You could have an incomplete understanding of it if yeah. you are not active in sharing your faith, because actually, and like you said, it's in the command, it's the great commission, isn't it? Go into all the world. That is that is what he's like. That's what he's done for us, and that is what he's calling us to kind of follow him in doing. So, if we, I mean, I'm not, I'm not at all suggesting that no. it's easy or obvious or like, yeah, just go and do it. Although I guess on the one hand I am kind of saying that as well. <laughs> just go and do it because if you want to experience Jesus, and I just think this is where Jesus is. Like if you want to be with Jesus, if you want to follow Jesus, this is where he is it's still now yeah. in the world today. It's what he's doing. He is going yeah. to share himself and his good news with people. So if we want to kind of get on board with his agenda, then that is inevitably yeah, it, yeah. isn't it? And so I don't I know I know this is possibly a little side note, but I know I just mentioned to you beforehand, Joy, this might just be my own personal little bugbear or thing I've heard, and it might not be that big a thing other than in my head. But I really don't I find it hard where I feel like there's this sort of divorce between discipleship, a concept of discipleship that doesn't really have evangelism as part of it. So an idea of, you know, it's personal to me and I will get to know Jesus for myself and I want to go deeper with Jesus for myself and that I will call discipleship and sharing him, what I call evangelism, is not part of that, that's separate. and. I mean, I don't know if you've come across that. Maybe it's just sort of some of what I feel I've heard in different places. But I just, I find that bizarre because I think discipleship, as Jesus talks about it, is just totally embedded in go and share it, go and make other disciples. So, and that's where we learn about the full implications of the good news, isn't it? That's where we learn about all he is too. So... That might just be a little side note bugbear of mine, but um, have you got any little bugbears of yours when it comes to Well, I was just thinking on that, actually, that I've always thought that if we don't want to share the gospel with people, and there have been times where I felt like this, so I'm whatever I'm about to say, I'm including myself in it. If we don't want to share the amazing news of Jesus, yeah. we haven't properly understood it ourselves. Because yeah. the more time... I spend with Jesus, the more time I'm blown away by what he's done for me, the more time I read the Bible and I just think, wow, what you've saved me from Jesus and what you've brought me into that abundant life, you've brought me out of darkness into glorious light. Like, you know, I, I want to share that with people and the Holy Spirit in me is also on that track as well. So, you know, I think that, um, so Always I find that when I've gone out and done evangelism and, you know, if you chat to people that are like, oh, I don't really want to be doing this. And we all have those moments. So that's, you know, it's just 
some honesty yeah, within that because yeah, I also course. think which we'll probably go on to talk about it there's there's lots of fear that people have within this yeah but um I do generally think and it's true that if you don't really have a heart for sharing Jesus with people you need to go back and ask God to really like bowl you over with what he's done again mm. and I have to do this as well because if someone says to me we're going to be going and knocking on people's doors I think oh <laughs> please Jesus help me to be so amazed again by what you've done for me that I am going to go and walk up to people's doors and knock on it and try and talk to them about Jesus um and I really need that because you know I don't want to be out on the streets chatting to people out of duty mm. I, I, I don't I think it comes across that that's what you're doing it totally does yeah, yeah it totally does yeah and um and I definitely don't want to do that I want to be doing it out of love yeah out of a place of going like what Jesus has done for me is so awesome that I've got to share it with you because one of I think one of my biggest fears almost is that the people around me who aren't believers in Jesus would be able to reproach me and say, how did you know this? And you never told me about it. Like you've been living near me or I've been seeing you at work every day or I've been going with you to the gym or whatever it is. And you never told me about it. How, if this is so good, why didn't you tell me about it? And I, and I often find that sort of sticks in my mind um, just as a real sort of, the people that I've, you know, my neighbours, I love my neighbours, they're amazing people. Um, and, you know, I think I want I want them to come to know Jesus. Yeah. Um, because that is the way of life. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't ever want them to be able to reproach me with, why didn't you tell me? Yeah, yeah. It's a horrifying thought, isn't it? I remember as a teenager reading the book, The Shock of Your Life. Yeah. And you read that too. And you remember great. the... Um, it's really great. Really good book, yeah. And that chap, well, chapter that, there's four characters, aren't there? before yeah I think so and that one character who is just like like you're saying why didn't you tell me when they confronted with Jesus and some realization of what is true in life and they're just like yeah to their Christian friends like why didn't you tell me but anyway great book don't know if you can still get it actually <laughs> probably have but anyway <laughs> what you, when you were talking there I was just thinking about how well I was thinking a couple of things I was thinking about what we're not talking about this enthusiastic insensitive no. obnoxious approach of like I'm just gonna tell everybody yeah I'm not gonna consider who wants to hear I'm not gonna consider how I say it, I'm not going to consider you are not just people, you are a person, God knows you. What is it particularly that you need to hear, you, this one person here? Um, So we're not talking about this like gun-ho approach that just bombards people and doesn't take account of of their situations and who they are. And we're not saying that it is one thing or looks one way, is it? Yeah. You know, I do yeah. think it really matters, especially with people you've known for a long time or family. Like, I think how you communicate Jesus to Absolutely. them is so much about decisions you make in life and how they watch what you physically do and what you prioritize. I think that speaks volumes 
to people that have lived life around you for a long time. So, and that is, that is you communicating gospel, isn't it? Although it still does need to be articulated, I think, but it's really important too. Um, But the other thing I was just thinking, I'm sure you might want to jump back in on these, but I'm going to forget this other thing if I don't say it now. (laughs) (laughs) But I think when it comes to evangelism, that I think a lot of us, and certainly I know this is true of me, can just really believe a lie that people don't want to hear it. And um, I think sometimes that's because maybe we have in mind maybe a couple of people that we're aware of that we'd like to share the gospel with, but actually they might not be people that want to hear it. And however much we love them and we want them to know it, they might just they might not be ready to hear it that's not our decision but what I think then can happen is we can be discouraged we can think well I've tried to share it here they don't want to hear it oh nobody wants to hear it oh I'll just keep it to myself or like I'm yeah you can feel disappointed like we talked on our other podcast so disappointed so discouraged that we don't share it really liberally but actually when I think it I think when it comes to the gospel, the way to go is liberal sowing of the seed because there are people out there who really want to hear it. But it takes a lot of telling a lot of people to just find those few that do want it. Um, Yeah. Sadly, I think we take a different approach. We tell a few and get disheartened when they don't want it. So then we don't tell a lot for the sake of the few that do want it. That's a tragedy, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think there's so many things that come into play as well when you're thinking about evangelism, because I was thinking, like, why don't people like to do it? And I think there's, well, there's so much fear in it. Of yeah. Like, what, what if people shout abuse at me? Yeah. Or what if they, you know, react really badly to it? Or what if I forget what I need to say? Yeah. Um, you know, suddenly they go, oh, yeah, I would quite like to hear. And you think, uh, I've suddenly in this moment forgotten what it is <laughs> I've got to say to you. Um, you know, there's all, like we, like you were saying, like we've been discouraged or we've been disappointed. Like there's so many different ways that can prevent us from wanting to share it. And that's why I think we have to be doing it out of a love for Jesus and knowing that he's with us yeah. because we really need his help. Because yeah, yeah. I tell you what, if you're doing it out of duty, the minute someone says to you, no, I'm not interested. Yeah. Why are you telling me? It's going to just Crushing. make you think, I can't, I can't go out there again. Yeah. I can't do it again. Yeah, definitely. Whereas I'm not saying that that wouldn't still be hard if you're doing it out of a love for Jesus. But if you know, okay, he's called me to do this. He's going to be with me. He's going to help me. He's going to guide me. Um, (laughs) That is the only way to do it because it is a hugely vulnerable thing um, to go out there and to speak to people, like increasingly in our society, I think, to go out and to speak to people about who Jesus is because there's so many misconceptions about what we believe. Yeah. um, Which feels like we should be doing it even more to, to set things straight. So I think that there is just also just embarrassment or, you know, a fear of man of, yeah, what are they going to do to me? Um, What are they going to say to me? Yeah, well, I guess, I mean, I guess that is a bit reflective of our society as a whole, isn't it? So we, um, you know, we put in quite a few bids with different 
charities and funders specifically sort of focusing on socially isolated people because I think there is a real recognition that actually our culture and different places around the world are different but our culture there's such like an individualism there's not there's a lot of talk about community and there's a lot of sort of trying to build community and discussion about it. But I think that's probably because there isn't much of it around in a lot of places. There are a lot of socially isolated individuals. And so then to sort of be told, go into all the world in a culture where people don't really chat to people, they might not even know their neighbours and they might not chat to the person at the local shop. That's not necessarily our culture so it does feel quite countercultural then doesn't it for us to be like right well I am gonna I'm gonna talk to people not not just I'm gonna talk to people about Jesus just I am gonna talk to people that's quite that's quite (laughs) countercultural isn't it (laughs) yeah well unless you live up north Hannah because living up north people are incredibly friendly and will go out of their way to talk to you yeah that's true big up the northerners yeah yeah I mean yeah that I do think you're right on that and I live in Birmingham which is clearly not the north but even (laughs) compared to having lived in London and Devon yeah it does feel quite (laughs) I remember when we first moved here and I was like John I just I just went to Asda and like people talk to me (laughs) (laughs) I love it it's lovely isn't it (laughs) yeah definitely I was just thinking coming back to a question that you asked me ages ago sorry I didn't answer it where you were talking about any bugbears we have with evangelism and I think one of mine and I think you've said this for you as well is people thinking you have to be a particular personality type to do evangelism of, oh, well, it's always going to be the extroverts out there. And and maybe even we're reinforcing that because um, (laughs) you and I are currently like, yeah, let's go and tell everyone about Jesus. Even though, as I'm sure we'll go on to say, we haven't always been like that. But um, I think there is often this perception amongst Christians of, look, I'm shy And I find it really difficult talking to people. So there is absolutely no way that I can go out on the street and talk to people. Um, We'll leave that to the people that are quite loud and are very sociable. Um, And I think this is the beauty of evangelism is there isn't one size fits all. It might just be sort of, you know, getting alongside the people that you live near or your workmates or just, you know, just... chatting with them normally yeah um, you don't have to go straight in there with chatting to them about Jesus but just getting to know people and being friendly yeah um and you know you don't have to be doing that with lots of people but maybe just a few at a time or just doing what is manageable for you because Jesus didn't give us a you have to do it in this way and you have to speak like this and but he did give it to all of us that mandate of sharing the good news with everyone yeah. and Jesus will have done that knowing that we're all different yeah yeah and so the way that we do that looks different it might be that you're the sort of person that actually would bake a cake for someone or would yeah. uh, just get alongside people because I think that also Christians just get a bad rep for just we're gonna sort of scattergun the gospel to everyone without listening to anything anyone has to say a bit like bit like you were saying and they're not interested in getting to know us they just want to tell us about Jesus you know and I think that actually I it's really about just being friendly and getting to know people just as they are 
And then I just think it's praying for opportunities and saying to God, you know, God, I want to share this amazing news with these people and I want to do it in a way that they're going to be receptive to. Mm. So please give me opportunities, which feels like a bold prayer to pray because he always answers that one. <laughs> um, but also like ask, he knows what you can do. He knows what you're like. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, and I think that it's just taking the opportunities that he gives you, but it might not look the same from one person to another, I think. Yeah, no, definitely. Because um, what you're talking about there, isn't it? It's just like multiple different strategies there's not one way to communicate yeah. the good news of Jesus is there with people I want to come back to that but before we do I just want to make a comment on like you're saying we're all given the great commission so we're all called to this it isn't about personality it is about like obedience to yeah. Christ for every believer um but just I think it's important to acknowledge that there is a difference um in gifting like some people are called to be evangelists and I think those people have a particular gifting to share the gospel and so we're not looking to replicate them in the lives of every believer um but also yeah. we like we are all called to it but it's funny how there are other spiritual gifts that God gives or there are other things that he calls us to that we wouldn't expect to be expert in straight away we would kind of appreciate I'm going to have to learn this and I'm going to have to grow in this and develop this and I don't know that sometimes we apply that to evangelism but we really should that yeah. it's just about making a start and then letting mm. it grow and develop um yeah not thinking that I've got to be you know I've got to be preaching now on the, the corner of my street tomorrow yeah, <laughs> like, I don't. I don't think that's. Yeah, I don't think that's what he's. I mean, maybe he's that's going to upset to panic. <laughs> that's going to upset panic amongst everyone now. <laughs> but I think we just got to make a start because it's for every believer. So I think you just got to make a start and um and learn and grow. All of us do, don't we? But in terms of different strategies, like you're saying, it's just it's endless, isn't it? The ways that we can share and communicate the good news of Jesus with people. We don't want to get too hung up in it has to look a certain way or like this is classified as evangelism, but this isn't. Uh, we don't want to get too stuck up, stuck in that sort of conversation, do we? And I mean, in our, in our setting, we talk about live, meet, invite as sort of our strategy for evangelism. So live we're just talking about just live your life like the things that you yeah. love to do the things that you enjoy doing go and do them and you will naturally meet people that you probably connect with fairly easily like so just go and do that and that will give you connection with people um and potentially opportunity or just or just give them the opportunity to meet someone who knows Jesus and see that that, that then mm. brings a difference so there's li yeah. just live your life live meet so meet maybe be intentional if you feel like oh I don't think I do know that many people very well who aren't believers like maybe be a bit more intentional about like meeting people go and introduce yourself to your neighbor or like chat a little bit more to work colleagues like just go meet people find them where they're at and then we talk about invite so it might be that you know and to and Invite is kind of going back to what I was saying about some people do have a particular gifting um, as an evangelist. So it's making, it's working as a body, isn't it? It's working as a team in evangelism and not just thinking that it is your job 
to present the full gospel to all these different people yeah. that you meet. It's like working as a teammate and it'd be like, well, okay, I don't feel comfortable sharing a full gospel message with my neighbor, but you know, we get on really well. I take them a cake. Yeah, fine. That is well within yeah, my comfort zone. Absolutely. And then maybe, or you could invite them. Maybe you could invite them to something and if it's up to them. If they, if they don't want to come, that's fine. That is absolutely fine. Just go and invite someone else. Maybe they will want to come. Um, so I, I really like that. I think that's helpful. Like live, me invite, like it's not, we're not talking about, you have to say these things in this order to these people for it to be successful and good. We're talking about a massive range of what can be done physically, practically, what can be articulated. It's just, it's vast, isn't it? And it's responsive to the particular people around us and trying to walk with the spirit in that to be like sensitive to what's going on in their lives and to see what, how could we best communicate to this person that Jesus is really full of love? And it might not be that it might not be that they need a flyer. It might be that <laughs> it might be that they need someone to babysit for them so yeah. they can have a night off. Or, do you know it's it's just varied, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And also just asking God to put that desire in you to do it. And yeah. Just like we've said so many times, isn't it? It's just being real with Him and saying, you know, God. I- <laughs> I know you've called me to do this, but I find this really hard. I find the thought of it really scary. These are the reasons why. Um, and But instead of sort of leaving it there and going, so I'm not going to do it, mm. um, I guess it's going, please help me to be open to it. Please give me the strength to do it. Please show me the people that you want me to show your love to. Mm. Um, and asking him to do that. Um, because like when we've sort of briefly mentioned how I don't think you always just have a hunger for evangelism and it stays with you. I think it probably comes and goes. Mm. Um, And I know for me that I, um, when I went to university, um, I was part of the CU and they'd asked me to sort of be the person within the CU that headed up the evangelism. Um, Mm. And at the time that looked like a lot of street evangelism. And, and I just remember saying to the person that asked me, Oh, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm not particularly bothered about it. <laughs> um, good to be honest. So, um, yeah, to be honest, I'm, I, you know, I was like, I have a real heart for sort of helping Christians that are really struggling. But I was like, I, I you know, and to their credit, they didn't um, judge me for it. <laughs> um, you know, when I was like, I don't really have a heart for sort of getting out on the street and telling people about Jesus or just, you know, trying to get other people to do this. Um, but I really felt God... <laughs> saying to me that he wanted me to do it. And so I was thinking, I hope you you can see something that I can't because I was like, I really don't think, firstly, I haven't got the desire for this um, and I'm really not convinced I can do this. And I think I probably was being reticent out of fear. Mm. Like, oh, mm. I, how, I struggle to do this. How am I going to encourage everyone else to do this? Mm. Um, and yeah. Um, so when I said yes to it, to it, I was like, God, I'm going to really need you to give me a 
passion for this. I'm going to really need you to help me to do this. And it took barely any time um, for him to really put a real, real passion in me for sharing Jesus and um, for encouraging other people to do it. And I absolutely loved it. It was the best year um, (laughs) when I was at university of just getting out on the street and speaking to people and encouraging people to reach out to those around them who didn't know Jesus. And and I absolutely loved it. But I share that story because we often do struggle to have a heart for it. And I think the key is being open to Jesus changing it. Um, And saying to him, it's fine to say to him, this scares me. I feel nervous about this. I feel worried about this. But then saying, but... I love you. I want to follow you. Um, so please put this desire in me. Um, I think too often sometimes we go, this scares me. I'm very nervous about it, so I'm not going to do it. And I don't know, I think, you know, there's people that God has put around each of us specifically. Yeah, yeah. To minister to, to yeah. love, to share about Jesus, you know yeah, what I mean? Definitely. And I think that actually, like in our neighbourhood, and me and my husband are the only people that know Jesus. So I'm like, you know, this this feels like an important role for us to do. Yeah. Um, and um, and I, and he's done that with every single person listening to this podcast. He's put people around you who don't know Jesus, and he wants you to reach out to them. Um, but it doesn't have to be scary. Um, it will be in a way yeah. that will be fitting with you and fitting with them as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I was just thinking about um. It's so true. It's saying it does ebb and flow a bit, doesn't it? And even like when we were doing, we were doing our Bible podcast the other day, weren't we? And we were saying how your enthusiasm and sort of focus for reading the Bible can ebb and flow. I think it's just, it's just life, isn't it? It's not like we are yeah. consistent as human beings, is it? I don't, yeah. I don't yeah. think that is really. True, true. Yeah. So, um, and and I think as well, we can maybe have different focuses at different times and different periods of life. So there are periods of life where it feels like there's space to be quite experimental. There are other periods of life where it feels like time is very limited and restricted. It's just, it's not static, is it? So it's good to be creative. Um, and I was just thinking about, as an example of that, um, just some things that have gone well and some things that have been total disasters. So <laughs> I, I remember a particular um, phase of life where, I know you mentioned prophetic evangelism. So sort of, I, I mean, I love, because prophecy has been so significant in my life. So hearing from God has been so significant to me. Um, I really love that for other people. I really love how God, you know, you can just ask God to speak to you about someone around you like what what could you what what can you show me god what can you reveal that's going to be really helpful for that person to know that you're real um so so i was just trying to roll with that because really (laughs) you do just have to do a bit of trial and error there's there's no way around that um yeah so i remember like i'll tell you the like wonderful i mean there's been lots of good stories but it's quite funny the bad ones too isn't it so (laughs) a good one I remember being on the train once and I was coming back from um, London, going to Cambridge. And I, I I had it in my mind about sort of 
Jesus, what do you want to say to the people around me? And um, prayed and felt like he told me, just got a sense of it, just a thought. I mean, I guess we'll talk about this in other sessions. What is prophecy? What is it to hear from God? Um, But I just got a sense that the person next to me was exploring spiritual things and was sort of showing a real interest in something beyond himself, something bigger than humanity. So I was like, all right, all right, God, I'm, I'll, okay, I'll just try. And sometimes it's just knowing the first thing to say, <laughs> yeah, isn't it? That is no. the issue. So I just, yeah. I just sort of took a little while to build up some courage and then just sort of turned to him and was just like, oh, this might sound strange, but I'm a Christian. I probably didn't say it at all like this. <laughs> probably more like, uh, 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 um, but this might sound strange, but I, I believe that God is real. And so I believe if he's real, he could speak to us. And I feel like he's just told me, spoken to me about you and said that you're sort of exploring some um, spiritual things at the moment and wanting to know about life beyond yourself. And it was amazing. He And he was just like, oh, that's really interesting. I've been looking into Buddhism and all sorts right. of other things. And it just ma- mm. it just massively opened up the conversation. And we talked a bit about Jesus. And I sort of said to him, you know, I think it's funny, isn't it? People's perception of Christianity as though it's not a spiritual yeah. religion. Um, so we had a really yeah. wonderful conversation. That was great. He got off the train. I don't know what happened with him. And that actually, it's important to say, isn't it? It's not my responsibility. Yeah, like I've, I've played my part there and that's fine yeah. then just to let that, that go. Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking of, so repeat. I think I was on a bus this time and um, <laughs> anyhow, it's public transport, isn't it? <laughs> and I was just like, all right, Lord, it was just, just speak to me about this woman next to me. and. Um, I was like, oh, I feel like maybe he said, maybe he said like, <laughs> what? It's dangerous, isn't it, to sort of try and be as specific as a name? <laughs> just oh, no. I know. <laughs> I was like, oh, I think maybe you've told me her name is this, and she's got this situation going on. So again, like, built up a bit of courage. <laughs> I just turned to her and was like, oh, it might sound a bit strange, but um, I'm just trying to hear from God and believe that he can speak to people. <laughs> so, so is this true for you? No, no. It's <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> but actually, we then had a really nice conversation because I, I think she took pity on me. But like, yeah, yeah. it does make me laugh, like the trial and error of it. Sometimes you oh, get yeah. those wonderful stories. Other times you just get total, like, oh <laughs> yeah that didn't go so well but um you've got yeah. to learn haven't you there's no way yeah. around that <laughs> yeah yeah and I think you know often it honors God when we're um when we're like okay we're gonna take that step of faith and your heart's beating really fast yeah and um yeah I mean I've I was thinking through this I've I've had so many times and there was one time recently where I was out with a friend in town and just walking along and asking people repeatedly you know I'm a Christian um I believe that God answers prayers at anything I can pray for you and I think every single person I asked went nah <laughs> and I must have asked about 10 people yeah and after a while I, I sort of became Are you sure I mean there's nothing you know I could see some people that were sort of hobbling down the road or you know there was one woman who was like bent double over like clearly you know sort of in some pain 
Um, and just every single person, it was like, no thanks, no, no. And you just think, oh no, this is just, this feels really difficult now. Um, but I remember uh, another time where I was um, in town, a different town, and um, I saw these sort of Red Cross people. Mm. I mean, it was raining, it was chucking it down with rain. So one was standing there with an umbrella and I was walking along and I just felt prompting from God to go and speak to one of them. Because mm. um, it's like, well, they've got to stand there. <laughs> um, and so I... Um, I sort of walked past them purposefully and this guy said to me, oh, can I talk to you about the Red Cross? And I was like, yeah, if I can talk to you about Jesus. And he looked a bit taken aback and I could see him sort of, the thoughts going through his mind are almost of like, Is it worth it? how much do I want to <laughs> yeah. tell her about the Red Cross? Like, do I really want her to talk to me about Jesus? But he obviously decided, oh, well, it will pass the time. And... Um, and so he said, yeah, all right then. Now, for me, it had taken all my courage to get up to that point. And in my mind, I was already past the whole, he was going to say no, and I was going to walk away without being too embarrassed. So when he said, yeah, I was like, what? Oh. Uh, so it just looked really funny that I'd asked him something and then was really surprised when he said, yeah. So then um, I was like, oh, well, who wants to go first? You know, And he said, oh, you can go first. <laughs> So then I was like, oh, my goodness, I was not even expecting this. I have now absolutely no idea what I'm going to say. Like, yes, I want to talk to you about Jesus, but I was thinking, like, where do I start? Yeah, what, do I, yeah. what do I go in with? And I sort of muddled my way along, Hannah. I, I mean, <laughs> goodness only knows what I said. Mm. Um, thinking, OK, Jesus, I'm doing this for you. I'm, please help me to say stuff that is sensible and coherent. Um <laughs> and right and true um, yeah and true and all of that stuff and uh anyway I got to the end of it and um and he he'd really listened and he'd really taken it in and he was like, oh great well thanks for that and he was gonna let me go and I said to him oh no you haven't had your turn yet um you can now talk to me about the Red Cross and um and then so he suddenly seemed a bit flustered of just like oh yeah that's what that's what I was here to do you know um so I thought oh maybe God had got his attention but um but yeah I really remember that and every time I see some charity worker standing on the street I think wow they're sort of yeah they've got to stand there yeah, so yeah. um and you know they still got to speak to me about the Red Cross so they wouldn't have got into trouble yeah. but um I managed to speak to them about Jesus I haven't done it since I think next time I would go in with a bit more faith that they might actually say yeah and have generally thought through what I might say. <laughs> if they did. I, I'm glad you just said that because I did think as well it's worth making the point that I think sometimes we can think, oh, I don't maybe know that many people, but we, I think when we do that, we can discount the person at the petrol station, yeah, the, per, the cashier at the supermarket, the yeah. postman. But when we, when you think about it, there's there's people all around us all the time, and probably not people that we know very well. But it's worth just sort of considering how we could share Jesus with them. And and yeah. I'll just throw out there as well because I know, I mean, I oh. I know that a lot has been done in terms of evangelism and sharing Jesus that has felt just sort of cramming it down people's throats and sort of yeah. wanting to talk without listening and actually yeah. not really caring about the person and their yeah. eternal salvation, but just sort of having a mandate to say something. Um, yeah. And so that when we're not talking about that, are we? And I can understand no. why people have got like a wariness of that. But 
Having said that, it is very helpful if you have some tracks on you sometimes <laughs> or some yeah. like little bits of paper or like a church card or something that you can just leave. It's really funny. I was chatting to a guy um, in the community the other day and he's a real like local, Birmingham local, and known him for quite a while now as well. But while he was on a job, somebody, one of the parents gave him this little tract and it wasn't even a good one in terms of it looked very homemade. It it wasn't (laughs) glossy, but it like, it spoke to him so powerfully. And I just think we get so discouraged, don't we? And so we stop doing these things that actually could be a lifeline to someone and could just be the hope that they need that day. And we're so familiar with the message. I think we can forget how incredible it is to someone who's heard it for the first time. And I hope... I, I, what I want to be, someone gave me a word years ago about like glitter and just the fact that you spray glitter and it's impossible to get it all back. You can't even see all the little nooks and crannies that it's got into. And I want to be like that when it comes to sharing Jesus and not worry that I can't necessarily see whether that person came to faith later on in life or like that that little tiny seed that I've sown like how did that grow or not like I don't sometimes think we can worry too much about that so that we never actually just sow the seed but yeah it just encourages us Jesus doesn't need to liberally sow that seed and not worry too much it's up to him what happens to it it's up to him how yeah. it grows and if it grows um yeah but I just want to be a faithful yeah. servant in putting it out there in whatever way I can yeah yeah absolutely yeah I was just thinking that that, that just seems a really good place to end on on the um Jesus asks us to do it he yeah. doesn't leave us alone while we're doing it no and that we just do our little bit and he does it because yeah. actually um, we are here declaring our faith in Jesus because other people have told us yeah. about him. Yeah. And um, and it might take one person to share the good news of Jesus with someone and they come to faith and it might take 50 people. Yeah. You just do your bit. And like you say, you trust that God will sort the rest out because he's wanting to draw people to him. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so you're, it's you and God together yeah. in the sense of like, he's drawing people to him and you get to partner in that. Yeah. Um, and just keeping asking him for help to do it if you're not really feeling it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And believing that when he said the harvest is plentiful, it is. Yeah. It just might yeah. not be the person that we wish yeah. <laughs> was yeah. the harvest, but that doesn't yeah. mean there aren't others. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, we'll end it there. Um, yeah, we'd love to hear your stories about evangelism. <laughs> the good and the bad. Oh, the good and the bad. <laughs> and the ugly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, take care and we'll be back again soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions or suggestions for topics, please email questions at the not so perfect Christian life.com. <laughs>